Welcome to Bread of Life Ministries podcast. Our mission is to share the love of Christ. We pray you will be blessed by this message. Beloved, wherever you are, will you lift up your voice and magnify the name of the Lord. The master is here. His presence is here. Elohim is here. Will you show him some gratitude? Will you tell him how much you love him? For there is no doubt about his love. For God so loved the world. There is no doubt of his love for you and for me. That whilst we were yet sinners, he died for us. There is no question about his love for you. For he first loved us. Will you love him? Will you come before him and say, Father, I love you. Beloved, there is nothing wrong to say, I love you, Lord. What a magnificent God. Oh, the God who looks beyond our sin, our iniquities, and our transgressions. And when we turn our face unto him, he opened up his wide arms and embraced us. Will you tell him how much you love him? Maybe for you, you say, Father, I need you. We say, I love you, Lord. For you first loved me. There is nothing wrong. Expressing your love for him. Oh, Jesus. Kabrakata. Will you worship him? Kabrakata yamanebros. Yemamandiri yarakata. Thank you, Father. For you have loved me everlasting love. I come to love you back. I come to love you back. With my iniquities, I've come to love you back. With my sins, I've come to love you back. With my transgressions, I've come to love you back. And Father, the blood that washes, that cleanses, that makes whole, will cleanse us. Make our worship acceptable unto you. In the name of Jesus, Spirit of the living God, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your touch. We thank you for your deliverance. We thank you for taking away our anxiety. We thank you for taking away our fears. We thank you for taking away our worries. We thank you for taking away our shame. We thank you for taking away our fears. Father, we turn unto you this afternoon and say, be magnified. Be thou exalted. Receive all the glory in the mighty name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Somebody put your hands together and bless the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. If it had not been for the Lord who is on our side, where would we be today? 
Hallelujah. I want to, before you take your seat, I want you to turn to your neighbor and say, it is good to serve the Lord with you. Hallelujah. Turn to the other neighbor and say, it is good to serve the Lord with you. You may take your seat in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. It's awesome to see all of you in the house of the Lord. And we thank God for his healing power that is in the house. Amen. Whatever you've got pain in your body, whatever illness you came here with, we believe God that you are not living here with what you came in with. Hallelujah. But the power of God that is present to heal will touch you and make you whole in the name of Jesus. If you believe it, say, I receive it. Beloved, without faith, it is impossible to please God. Sometimes we have to dare God and we have to believe God that he is a deliverer. Hallelujah. That he is also a healer in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Our God is faithful and our God heals in the mighty name of Jesus. Irrespective of the condition that you find yourself, he touched our mind, he touched our spirit, he touched our emotions, even our psychology. He touched and he makes us whole in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe it, shout amen. I trust God you've been good and keeping well. Hallelujah. And God has been gracious unto us as a family and I believe as individuals also. It is the hand of the almighty God that has kept us. Praise God. I did a one-off message from Second Chronicles chapter number 4, verse number 10, about Jabez's prayer. And personally, I am praying that prayer every day of my life. Praise God. That the Lord will bless me indeed. How many of us want to be blessed? It is divine impartation of favor. Praise God. Sometimes we complain that this is not fair. Somebody is getting something before you or it's appeared that, I mean, it is impartation of favor that makes the difference. It is divine ability to prosper. Amen. So Jabez, in his condition, even though he was supposed to be very honorable, that, that honor was blocked it, it was hidden, you know, when you can live in Great Britain and there's nothing great about you, and yet you are in Great Britain. So you, you, it, it's like your honor is hidden, but you are honorable. They hear your name and it, it sounds powerful. It should open doors, but yet it is not. So Jabez understood that life cannot continue like that. So he took his matter. He took his pain to the God who takes away pain. And he cried unto him. He did not murmur to God. Neither did he whisper to God. Bible says he cried unto the Lord God that God, if thou will bless me indeed. Amen. And I said two weeks ago that Jabez did not prescribe the blessing, the manner of blessing where he needed a blessing. He left God to use his infinite wisdom. The God who blesses us all, the God who path drop in our wilderness to choose how the blessing come. Amen. 
Then he also prayed for expand territory, enlarge territory. Somebody say, Lord, enlarge my territories. Hallelujah. That is a very powerful prayer. As believers, we are supposed to have extended territories. Amen. We can be stagnant. Hallelujah. Our life must expand. Amen. Our life must increase and enlarge. It is a problem when we remain the same year on year out, year on year out, year on year. There should be an expansion. There should be a difference. Hallelujah. So Jabez prayed that prayer. Sometimes it is not by our power that expansion comes. Amen. Sometimes it is not our might that territories are extended. Amen. Many a time it is by divine favor where you are positioned at a group or the connection God brings you into. Hallelujah. Realize our Bible says that Jesus as a young boy, he had favor with God and favor with men. And the favor with men allowed his ministry to flourish. Amen. So sometimes God will bring you into some favor that things will come into you that will expand your borders and your territories. So he prayed that prayer, expand my borders. Hallelujah. How many of us would want our borders to be expanded? Amen. Hallelujah. That our borders be expanded. That our area of influence will increase. Hallelujah. That we will not just be local champions, but our names will be in the atmosphere. That wherever our names are mentioned, it is opening door. It is giving access. Praise God. But when you operate in that realm of expand territories, you need the covering of God over your life. So he prayed that prayer, let your hand be upon me. And after that, he says, deliver me from evil. Hallelujah. We need it's a prayer I have adopted that I am praying every day of my life. Hallelujah. So when you begin to see expand borders and territories, it is not that we are doing anything different but it is because God is empowering us to do that in the mighty name of Jesus. And I believe, Bible says, and the Lord heard Jabez. So if you pray that prayer also, the Lord will hear you. Praise God. So I encourage you, learn how to pray that prayer. Let it be your daily prayer. Praise God. Add it to your prayer sessions. That these four key things. That the Lord will bless you. Bible says the blessing of the Lord maketh rich and add no sorrows to it. Many of us, when we talk of richness and prosperity and abundance, we we, we become very uncomfortable. And yet we are working uncomfortable hours just to pay our bills. Wouldn't we want the blessing of God to come upon us so we can do what we love at ease? Amen. But today, I want to bring you a word. God will take care of me. Praise God. Turn to your neighbor and say, God will take care of you. Hallelujah. Turn to the other neighbor and say, God will take care of you. Say, neighbor, irrespective of the economic trend, God will take care of you. Amen.
Hallelujah. How many of us are sincerely worried for your tomorrow? I won't tell you to put your hands up, but you know yourself. Even you worry how you're going to pay your bills for this month. It's causing a lot of fear, anxiety, and worries in the body of Christ. Because we don't live in heaven. Neither do we live in the spiritual realm. We live in this earthly realm. It's the same market we all shop from. Praise God. And it can be worrying. It, it can affect our mood. It can affect the way we even relate to our neighbors. Praise God. But I've come to encourage somebody that you don't live by the principles or the governing of the current economy. Your father's economy remains unchanged in the mighty name of Jesus. And God will take care of you in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. If you believe God will take care of you, say God will take care of me. And for the next week, for today and next week, we're just going to stay on this subject. God will take care of me. And beloved, you rather want God take care of you than the economy take care of you. But I come to encourage somebody who is worried of your tomorrow. You are worried for your children. You are worried for your grandchildren. Would they make good? And would they be able to finish school? Would they be able to complete school? Will I be able to pay their school dinner? Will I be able to buy their blazers and their uniform? Beloved, I've come to encourage you. God will provide for you and you provide for your children. God will take care of you and you take care of your children. God will bless you with favor. God will bless you that you'll be able to take care of your need in the mighty name of Jesus. It doesn't matter the bay leaf letters or the red letters that are coming. Hallelujah. God is able to cancel your debt. Amen. I said, God is able to cancel your debt and begin with you afresh in the mighty name of Jesus. If you believe, he shout, Amen. Now come with me to the book of Matthew chapter number 6. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter number 6. Reading from verse number 25. Therefore, I tell you, stop being worried or anxious perpetually uneasy, distracted about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor about your body as to what you will wear. Is life not more than food and the body more than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow seed nor reap the harvest, nor gather the crops into barns, and yet your heavenly Father keeps feeding them. Hallelujah. He keeps feeding them. Are you not worth much more than they? And who of you, by worrying, can add one hour to the length of his life? 
And why are you worried about clothes? See how the lilies and wildflowers of the field grow. They do not labor, nor do they spend wool to make clothing. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory and splendor dressed himself like one of these. But if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is alive and green today and tomorrow is cut and thrown as fuel into the furnace, will he not much more clothe you? You of little faith. Therefore, do not worry or be anxious, perpetually uneasy, distracted, saying, what shall we going to eat? Or what are we going to drink? Or what are we going to wear? For the pagan Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. But do not worry. For your heavenly father knows what you need. That you need them. Verse number 33. Let's read verse number 33 together. Amen. Hallelujah. Verse number 33. Let's go. But first, the most importantly seek, aim at, strive after his kingdom and his righteousness. For his ways of doing and being right, the attitude and character of God, and all these things will be given to you also. Amen. And all these things will be given unto you also. So do not worry about tomorrow. Amen. Tell your neighbor, do not worry about tomorrow. Amen. Turn the other neighbor and say, do not worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will worry about itself. Tomorrow will worry about itself. Amen. Hallelujah. Each day has enough trouble in its own. Amen. Beloved, that, that, that scripture has given me the greatest deliverance of my life. Amen. People who know me very well know that I don't stress. People who know me very well know that nothing worries me. Amen. I don't worry. I, I don't worry at all about anything. Amen. And it is this scripture that delivered me from worry. You know how sometimes fear can cause you to imagine the unrealistic reality. The things that are not as though they are. Amen. But it is not faith, but fear. Will cause you to fear and to worry about everything in life. Even whilst you are eating lunch, you are thinking of what you eat for dinner. 
breakfast is in front of you, you haven't even finished the breakfast, you are thinking what lunch will be like. But this scripture delivered me from worry. And since God gave me an insight into this scripture, what is worry has never been part of my life. And I believe that can be yours also in the name of Jesus. If you are here and you worry about everything, may the Lord deliver you from that spirit of worry and give you the peace that surpasses all understanding. That does not mean that I don't have issues, I don't have challenges, I don't have problems, or I don't encounter obstacles. I I encounter obstacles and challenges and issues just as you are, but I don't worry. I've come to the place where I trust God to take care of me. Even in the midst of the fire, I've trusted him that I am not there alone and that God is there with me. Hallelujah. How the year is going to end, I am not afraid because I know that God is with me. And if God be for me, who can be against me? Hallelujah. If God be on your side, what can affect you? Hallelujah. This is Jesus' own teaching. Once has he spoken, twice have I heard that all power belongs to God. So the things that Jesus, it's on Jesus' heart, we should take notice of it. And we should learn to also live our life by it. Hallelujah. It says, therefore, he has taught a lot in his teaching about killing the body and the spirit. Don't be afraid of those who can just only destroy the body, but those that can destroy the body and the spirit. Hallelujah. So he comes back and says that after all of this, don't you worry. Why? Because I am in charge of your tomorrow. And what blesses me is that it says even Solomon in his wisdom and in his splendor. Not even was he dressed like the lilies that grow by the wayside. In England, we are flower-loving people. Praise God. Uh, We love flowers and uh, it's beautiful. Praise God. And if you look at the flowers, sometimes the roses, the lilies, I don't know most of the flowers, names and stuff like that. But sometimes they are very beautiful, and sometimes also they smell very good. Amen. But the Bible now is bringing it home to us. That if you look at the flowers that grow by the wayside, sometimes you wonder how could they blossom like that? Especially when they they are coming out. Hallelujah. It is some of the most beautiful scene that you can see. Praise God. But Bible is saying that even Solomon, not even their dressing compared to that of the lily. So if God so much care for that flower that is there today, you buy it, you give it to your loved ones, and they put it in their living room in a vase or in a vase, and two weeks they are no more. 
all the beauty a smile. If God can take care and can put detail in a thing that will not last eternally, in a thing that have a short life, how much more you eternal being created in his image, he will leave you to suffer or he will allow you to go naked. Somebody say no, God bless you. That it, it is not possible for our God to leave you broke or uncared for when he has made you in his image. But I've come to realize that by worrying, you don't solve any problem. Amen. By worrying, you, don't, you make your situation worse. And the Bible, this is where I got my deliverance. Let me look for it and share it with you. Amen. 27. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit onto his stature? Amen. That is the deliverance I got from worrying. That is why I live a worry-free life. If you can't add a cubit or if you can't add a minute to your life, then there's no need for you to worry. That is what the Bible is telling us. Who by the virtue of the fact of worrying about how tomorrow holds for me, what tomorrow will bring, what the next hour will bring, can add a cubic or an inch, not even an inch, I mean, to your height or to your stature or a strand of hair to your hair. So it is not in your power to do that. Who gives you the power to grow? Who gives you the power for height to increase? It is God's ability and responsibility to take care of you in your growth and in your well-being. So the things we can't do, we leave it to God to handle. Amen. The things we cannot do, I said, you leave it to God to handle. For that is his speciality. He specializes in our impossibilities. The things that are is impossible for us. That is what he specializes in. For with him, nothing is impossible. So God himself is assuring us for the worries, we should leave it for him to worry. Amen. Whether you will make good tomorrow. Whether we will make ends meet tomorrow. Whether our children will be well tomorrow. So you are a parent, you are a family, and you are thinking that you will not be able to pay your children's school dinner fee. He will not watch your little one go hungry. He is a, he's the great provider. And he will provide for you. There are 365 fear not in the Bible. So when fear comes to you, when you worry, that shall not fear. Do not be worried. Do not be afraid. About 365 in the scriptures for your benefit and for your profit. By the way, we are doing your faith has its reward. 
on our Wednesday service. May I encourage you to tune in and be blessed. Amen. Just as your fear have its reward, many of us, it is not because God cannot do it for us, but because we operate so much fear that it is the very things that we fear that we magnify, that we manifest, that comes upon us. Check Job, brother Job, hallelujah. The very things he feared for his life and his family, he manifested those very things. So sometimes you look at your life, is it by faith or by fear? Are you happy with the, the manifestation of your life? Are you happy with what you are seeing? Is it birthing out of your fear or your faith? Hallelujah. So faith has its reward. Somebody say faith has its reward. And fear also have its own reward. Hallelujah. Um, may I encourage you, Wednesday, join us and we will do that. Isaiah chapter number 41. Isaiah chapter number 41. Hallelujah. Are you receiving something for today? Isaiah 41. I'll pick this from the King James Version. Praise God. The Bible says, verse number 10. Fear, fear thou not, for I am with thee. Hallelujah. I said that if God be for you, who can be against? So, the prophet Isaiah is encouraging us not to fear because your pastor is with you. Because your pastor can be for you today, tomorrow, you look for him, you find him not. Your prophet, your bishop, your husband, your wife will be for you today, tomorrow, you look for him or her, you find them not. But the prophet is telling us, it is not your pastor or your partner, your husband or wife, who is with you. But I say, fear not, for I am with you. And if God be for you, you know that he will not change course. He will not change his mind about you. He will not change his condition. He will not change his attitude towards you. He said, fear not, for I am with you. Praise God. For I am with you. For I am with you means it's present tense. Amen. So wherever you are, I am with you. And if I am with you, it simply tells me that you are not alone. Even in the midst of not knowing what tomorrow will bring for you, you are not in that position alone. God is with you. And if God be for you, who can be? Not even the economy can be against you. I pray God will prosper you more than your need, that you will not worry about your present circumstances, how the economy will go, and how your family will do. But God will take care of you. Somebody say, God will take care of me. Hallelujah. He said, for I am with thee, be not dismayed, for I am thy God. I will strengthen thee. Somebody said, God strengthens me. I will help thee, Kama Nebros. I love that. How many of us need help? Hallelujah. Bible says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where come I from my help? Many a time we look unto man and man is bound to disappoint you. Because we are not created to depend on man. Amen. We were not created to depend on man. We were created to depend on God. 
So when man disappoints you, it is normal and natural in the realm of humanity. So that we can put our trust in God. The psalmist says, I lift up my eyes to the hills. Where comes from my help? Amen. Who comes to my aid? He said, my help cometh from the Lord. They make it not my help cometh from my pastor, not my help cometh from man, but my help cometh from the Lord. The maker of... The, so he puts that clause in there so that we know that with him nothing shall be impossible. If he can make the heavens and if he can make the earth, what can he not make? Amen. He said that I will help thee. Do not fear anything. I love that. Anything. For I am with you. Do not be afraid. For I am your God. How many of us have this God on our side? Amen. You know, Matthew 6 was telling us about worry. Jesus himself teaching about worry. And the cardinal point in that message, which I will come to next week is verse number 33. He said, don't worry, but is to seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Hallelujah. To seek, to go after. Because he said that when you go after my kingdom, not the kingdom of this world, like now we are building many kingdoms for ourselves. Not the kingdom of this world because this world shall pass away. But if we seek the kingdom of his blessed heaven, then all the things we worry about, say it shall be given unto you. And how many of us want to live in that realm where things are given to us? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. I will strengthen you. He said, for those who have no might, he increaseth strength. Amen. So to make it in life, we need the strength of God on our side. Because sometimes life can be very difficult. It can be very challenging. And it is not meant for the weak. Sometimes we become so weak that we get blown away. So he said that I will strengthen you in your weakness. My strength is made perfect in you. So do not be afraid. Do not fear anything. For I am with you. And if I be with you, in your weakness, I will uphold you. In your fear, I I will be your God. Hallelujah. In your poverty, I am your provider. In your sickness, I am your healer. I am on your side 24-7. Hallelujah. I will certainly Take hold of you with my righteous right hand. Jabez prayed that prayer. Say, let your hand rest upon me. Hallelujah. When the right hand of the Lord, hallelujah. It says, when the righteous right hand of the Lord rests upon you, beloved, you might feel alone, but he is there with you. He might, you might be in the, in the merry clay, but his hand will pull you out. Hallelujah. It might appear that your life is lived in the valley, but he will take you out of the valley and set you in your highest places. If you believe, he shout amen. He said, a hand of justice 
God is not unjust for your labor of love. Hallelujah. So when the right hand of the Lord comes upon you, it comes to give you justice. Some of us, we have suffered injustice in our life. People have dealt badly with us. Organizations, company has dealt us bad. Hallelujah. He said, I'm not going to leave you in their hands. My righteous hand is upon you. And that righteous hand will give you recompense in the mighty name of Jesus. Say, my righteous hand will recompense you. Hallelujah. My hand of justice, of power, and of victory. Victory belongs to our God. Success belongs to our God. We should be successful people. Why? Because God is on our side. And our God is a God of success, a God of victory. He said, of victory and of salvation. Hallelujah. If I am with you, victory is assured. Hallelujah. If I am on your side, success is guaranteed. If I am on your side, justice and power, you will not be denied of justice. Hallelujah. And salvation is the bonus. Hallelujah. It is the, we are the recipient. All these things come because of his salvation over our lives and over our soul. So the Bible says, do not fear, hallelujah, about anything, hallelujah. So I've come to encourage somebody, don't worry about your life, hallelujah. For God is responsible for your life. Amen. God, we are his responsibilities. Amen. If you learn for him to worry about us, we will be free from worry. Because worry is not in God. Amen. So he admonishes us also not to worry. And sometimes human beings, because we want to be in control, because we want to be in control, we want to know how things from A to B, how we get from A to B, how we want to plan everything. There's nothing wrong with planning. But how many of us have we planned and planned and planned and has gone according to the plan? Maybe you plan to study your Bible. The very moment you plan, you want to study and learn and be in his presence, the very time that you set your mind to study is where that's the time the messages will come that's why your notification oh let me see and it will lead you to one thing it will lead you to another by the time you realize you have spent one hour in facebook you haven't spent 30 seconds in the word we plan things but many a time so if you live there in control in God's hands, for God to be in control, then we will not have to worry because we become his responsibility. Tell your neighbor, God will take care of you. God will take care of you. Luke chapter number 12. Verse number 1 to verse number 7. Luke chapter number 12. Are you receiving something for today? 
verse number five. But I will point out to you whom you should fear. Fear the one who after he has killed has authority and power to help you into hell. Yes, I say to you, stand in great awe of God and fear him. So that fear he's talking about is not fear to run away. It's a reverential fear. It's the fear that caused you to come before his feet. He said, don't fear about the one who can just destroy the body, but fear the one who can destroy the body and spirit in hell. Praise God. But, and who can do that? Only God can do that. So I say, it is only him that you should stand in great awe, like in the awesome of God, in great awe of God. Hallelujah. That is reverence, honor. Hallelujah. Him. Verse number six. Are not five sparrows sold for half a copper quen? Amen. And half a copper quen is one sixteenth of a denarii. And a denarii is a whole day's wage. So can you imagine one fifteenth, one sixteenth of a whole day's wage is the worth of five sparrows. Amen. Not one of them has ever been forgotten in the presence of God. Are you with me? The sparrows who are not created in the image of God are not forgotten in God's presence. He even knows the number of them that are sold for half a copper of a coin. One sixteenth of a denarii. A day's wage. Praise God. Verse number seven. Indeed, the very hairs of your head. Amen. Some of us have a lot. Some haven't got a lot. Even that he knows it all. Amen. He knows it all. He says, indeed, the very hairs on your head are all numbered. They are what all numbered. So God knows the total number of all of my hair. When I cut it and it grows, he knows. The ones that pulls off, like if I'm brushing and some falls off, he knows the number that is falling off. Amen. And he says that, do not be afraid. You are far more valuable. Somebody say, I am valuable. Hallelujah. You see, the worth you place in yourself determines how others will also see you. That is for another day. Amen. That is for another day. The worth you place in yourself will determine how others will see you. 
It says, me and you are more valuable. There is, it cannot be quantified the value God plays in us. So we are more valuable than many sparrows. So if five is sold for half a copper coin, we are of more value than many. The many sparrows, it, it is not numbered. So can you see the worth God placed in you and in me? So why should we allow fear and worry to run us down when he has assumed responsibility and authority in our lives? That he will help us. That he will strengthen us. That he will grant us justice. And that he will by his power with his righteous hand gives us victory. And not just victory alone but also salvation. If you receive something for today, just thank him. Hallelujah. Just thank him. That every worry that you came in today in the house, you are not going back with it. Worries about your marriage, worries about your children, worries about your finances, worry about whether you make good in life, worry about whether you achieve anything for your life, you are not going back with it. For the Lord will take care of you. As you seek his face, as you trust him, as you depend on him, he is with you. He says, fear not. The very things you fear, he admonishes us not to fear. Why? Because he is with you. And if God be with you, who can come against you? No demon, no principality, no divination, no enchantment. There is none like our God. Will you lift up your voice in prayer and leave it at his feet? Leave your worries at his feet. He says, I am with you. I will take care of you. I will uphold you with my victorious right hand. I will help you. I am your helper. I will strengthen you. Maybe the pressures of life has weakened your spirit, has weakened your mind, has weakened your body. He said, I am your strength. I will strengthen you. Will you talk to him? That Father, I need your help. Maybe you are at a place of life where you think you can no longer continue this way anymore. Will you lift up your hands unto him and touch his hands and say, Father, I need your strength. I need your power. I need your justice. I need your victory in my life. I will fear no more. 
for thou art with me. My nebros, all this. Cabra Kataya, my nebros. I will fear nothing, for thou art with me. In the mighty name of Jesus, Spirit of the Living God, Cabra Kata, ye my nebros, Cabra Kata. Take away every fear. Take away every worry. Take away every anxiety. Take away depression. In the mighty name of Jesus. Take away poverty. The very things that causes your people to fear. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let your victorious right hand uphold your people. As we look upon today. In the mighty name of Jesus. And let the church say amen. Put your hands together for the Lord and bless And I want you to say to yourself, the Lord will take care of me. The Lord will take care of me. The Lord will take care of me. My nephews. I want you to be convinced that the Lord will take care of me. He said, my father and mother may forsake me, but the Lord, the Lord, but the Lord, the Lord, but the Lord will never forsake you. I am with you to the end of the age, but the Lord, but the Lord, but the Lord, my neighbors, if the Lord be for you, who can be against you? But the Lord, oh my Yakata, the economy might fail you, but the Lord will never fail you. Your career might fail you, but the Lord will not fail you. Your finances may fail you, but the Lord will not fail you. Your health may fail you, but the Lord is your healer. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. The Lord will take care of me. I will not fear today nor tomorrow. For my God is in charge. He knows what is best for me. And he will lead me to my greener pastures. In the mighty name of Jesus. I will not worry. Hallelujah. I will not worry. I will not worry. I will not worry. I will not worry. I will look unto Jesus. The altar and finisher of my faith. For the Lord takes care of me in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Eternal Father, we are thankful. Let favor rest upon your people. Let your victorious right hand be upon them. Let their territories expand. And Father, deliver your sons and daughters from the trap of the enemy. Prosper your people as you deliver us from fear and worry. Launch us into your abundance and overflow. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Thank you for joining us today. Find out more at breadoflifeministries.org.uk